0: Notorious IDP here. We are the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie Johnson and I'm here with Sean. How are you doing, Sean?
1: I'm doing phenom- phenomenal. Phenomenal. I can't say that, but that's the uh, word that starts with P. I'm trying to do the IDP thing for how I feel every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: How are you doing?
0: If I was any better, I would be phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: <laughs> phenomenal. fanatic. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's week seven. Wow. So this, this season's moving quickly. This is probably one of the biggest weeks of the season in fantasy football to, if you really want to pull ahead or just reverse the train, as they say, if your team's going, going down in the gutter, um, there are six teams on a buy this week. And a Ooh. lot of these superstars that, that have pretty much been carrying teams, especially on the IDP side, they're out this week. So the, the bi-week teams are Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles Chargers, and Jacksonville, and some of the top fives that are out this week are Trayvon Diggs, Derwin James, and Micah Hyde in the in the D, top five DBs, Eric Kendricks and T.J. Watt in the top five linebackers, and Daniel Hunter and Cameron Hayward in the top five D lines. So better start looking on this waiver wire, and we're here to bring you the biggest waiver wire show yet. Uh, just so you can find out pretty much how to survive this week or how to thrive this week. So here's some news and notes that are kind of important this week. Uh, Cleveland running back Kareem Hunt. He's expected to go on IR for a few weeks. Uh, Denver linebacker, Alexander Johnson. He's out for the year with a torn pectoral. That's two linebackers now for Denver that have tore their pectorals. Cam Newton. Is he going to go to Seattle? Is he going to go to Denver? We'll see. Uh, There's some interest definitely there. I don't know if he even comes back this year, but look out for that. Minnesota corner, Patrick Peterson. He's on IR with a hamstring. Uh, New Orleans wide receiver, Michael Thomas. He's still a couple of weeks away from returning is what I'm hearing, although he is eligible this week, so he could come back anytime. New York Giants are looking to sign linebacker Bernardrick McKinney. Don't know if that'll happen, but that's a possibility. They're, They're probably looking for some linebacker help along with other teams. (laughs) I'm sure Denver is too. Uh, Houston, they're now on the clock. They're no longer hiding this, uh, full on tank mode. They are tanking for sure. They're cutting everyone on their roster that that's not in their long-term plans this week. So don't be surprised to see if Deshaun Watson gets traded the next two weeks too, before the deadline, Tennessee corner, uh, Caleb Farley, the rookie, he tore his ACL. He's out for the season. And Cleveland running back Nick Chubb, he's out this week. They play on a Thursday night. You got Chubb out, Kareem Hunt out on IR. And linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the rookie linebacker there for Cleveland. He's on IR, so Denver may have a chance, maybe, <laughs> with an ankle anyway for uh, JOK. So that's all the news and knows I not. I have. That was a ton. Do you have anything to add? Well,
0: I predicted Diggs would not get an interception. I was clearly wrong, but I am going to predict he will not get one this week. Put it on the board.
1: (laughs) I'm with you there.
0: The house on it, he will not get one this week. Might be the only week all year.
1: Put it on the board. (laughs) Well, he might show up at a college game or a high school game and get a pick there. So, but I think you were big on that, Anthony Brown. What'd he get? Like two tackles? something like that yeah so, but
0: you know i, I nailed,
1: told you <laughs> i nailed a
0: handful of them
1: you did definitely now more than you miss i'm just gonna always bring up the misses and our board has stuff. To. <laughs> yeah all right here's your idp touchdowns and safeties of the week i didn't see any safeties um and the nfl still has zero punt returns for a touchdown come on punt returners step it up the uh the one Pick six, we all talked about it already. The Trifon Diggs, 42-yard pick six for Dallas, corner. And there was a blocked punt return for a touchdown. I guess you could count that as a punt return, but not really. The Carolina safety, Kenny Robinson. Robinson? Yeah. He fell on. Well, he took the punt, blocked punt back four yards for a touchdown. So not counting that as a punt return for a touchdown, but it is a special teams touchdown, so it counts. All right. And our pick six week, what's this like two, three weeks in a row. We both went three and three again, but the one difference, congratulations. You had the tiebreaker. You had Cincinnati. I had, for some reason, Detroit. And so you get your first win of the season on the pick six,
0: but we both need to
1: do better than three and three. (laughs) This is we're due, man. We're really due. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go over some NFL leaders in different categories Uh, Both offense and defense because we show offense some love and then we'll do some trivia time and then the Alba and then we'll get into waivers. So let's try and get through these NFL leaders pretty quick. Um, We'll see if you can guess some of these. Uh, Which NFL quarterback has the most pass attempts this year?
0: Attempts. Oh, this one should be easy and I'm sure there's our favorite listeners out there yelling in my ears saying it is, and I'm going to throw out. I know it ain't Jamie Winston. How's that? (laughs) And I am going to go
1: with Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Good guess though. (gasps) It is Tom Brady, the golden one, the golden one. I I actually knew that too.
0: (laughs) He does pass a lot.
1: All right. Um, Which running back, this one's easy, has the most rush attempts.
0: (sighs) Oh, Is, is it the guy in Tennessee who is the best linebacker dream matchup and Mr.
1: Oh, Derek Henry. Derek Henry. It is <laughs> 162 rush attempts on the <sighs> year so far. The second most is Cincinnati's Joe Mixon at 111. Henry has 46% more runs or rush attempts than the second place running back on this list. So, Wow. Derrick Henry, I wouldn't say he's just the guy in Tennessee. I don't even know if he's human. He's superhuman. He's, uh, I think he's the god in Tennessee. I think they've been calling him <laughs> King Henry, but man, I think he just up to status. He just he just looks terrific. Watch his uh, training video if you ever get a chance to on YouTube. That's, uh, that's why he's successful. I don't think anybody else does that. All right, so moving on. Uh, the NFL player with the most targets, you got a guess on that? Most targets...
0: Um, it's not Hopkins he's complaining he's not getting the ball so Diggs was last year pretty high it's a new guy this year I am warm. I am gonna go with God I want to say Adams for Green Bay but I know it's not
1: him I'm gonna go
0: with Adams and Green Bay
1: <laughs> no, it's not him. <laughs> I knew it was. You knew it. It's Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup 68. By it's actually lot, pretty too. close. I think, uh, think it's close. I think Devonte Adams is uh just right there. Let's see, I don't know exactly Devontae Adams. 66 for Devontae Adams, 68 for Cooper Cup. So
0: well, okay. That's pretty close. I thought it
1: was. Yeah. Um, and the this one's uh I won't let you guess on this one just because it's it's kind of a dumb one, but The NFL player with the most points scored in the NFL this year is Buffalo kicker Tyler Bass. And generally like the top 10 guys are always kickers because they're always kicking extra points and field goals and touchdowns are spread around. But the interesting point, just to give more love to uh, the infamous, the notorious Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry has one less point than Buffalo's kicker Tyler Bass. Bass has 63, Derrick Henry has 62. And the rest of the top 10 are all kickers. So Derek Henry is showing that he can score just as good as kickers. All right. So defensive side, um, Solos leader, Denzel Perriman, Las Vegas. He has 45 solos. The sack leader, unchanged from last week, it's still Miles Garrett. He's got eight sacks now. And this one, you can guess, but it's easy. The NFL interception leader.
0: Oh, the guy who makes me look bad. <laughs> Eye-catching. He is so good.
1: We call, him, we call him another one <laughs> trevon yeah. another one digs for yeah. dallas he's got seven tied the nfl record with an interception in each of his first six games this year he also leads the nfl with 11 pass defenses so whew, i mean like you said the only way to stop him is to put him on a bye week yep all right so let's get some trivia time this is the hard stuff this is all team trivia this 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 week so offensive first um and it's kind of a negative offense, but which NFL team gives up the most quarterback hits per game? After this week, it has to be Denver. Denver gave up, sorry, I'm taking a drink. Denver gave up (laughs) 17 quarterback hits this week. Wow, and then, you know, the average in a game is something like 5.7, (sighs) 5.8, somewhere around that range. 17, so whew. Bridgewater is probably in the ice tub and who knows if he can even play this week, but we'll see. I think he will. But Indianapolis and Denver are both tied at 8.5 quarterback hits given up per game, which NFL team gives up the most pass defenses per game. Gives
0: up the most.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a tricky stat, right? It's like, you know, basically who, who's the least accurate quarterback. Not really what it's asking, but it's it kind of leads to that. Or who just plays the best corners?
0: I kind of want to play, say, Zach Wilson or Bradford.
1: This one, uh, it's kind of easy if you think about it going back a few years, but it's Atlanta. 5.4 oh. pass defenses given up per game, which is the average in the NFL is about 3.9. So not much higher, but they definitely are leading that one in. giving up all right the defensive side who has the uh which nfl defense has the most tackles for loss per game not player but defensive team has the most tackles for loss
0: the reds the uh washington football team no it is yeah you see i had to change that real quick
1: it's a tie uh pittsburgh and baltimore pittsburgh's not surprising they're up they've always been a really good defensive front but Baltimore right up there with them. So keep an eye on Baltimore's defense. I think you're up and coming, uh, but they're tied at 5.7 tackles for loss for game and which NFL, this is the last question. So we can finally move off this stuff, but which NFL defense gets the most sacks per game. Easy one.
0: The most sacks per game,
1: most sacks per game for the defensive team. Well, I want to say Pittsburgh. You want to say, but that would be wrong. Take another guess. Yeah. Ah, we talked about them last week in the matchup show. We always talk
0: everyone up in the matchup shows.
1: Pittsburgh's exactly. barely above the average. I mean, they're they're not even in the top three.
0: But Mr. Watt is so good. He's not getting no help.
1: I'll give you a hint. Think about my fantasy team.
0: Well, all I can picture is guys you brag about that are not there like digs and Yo, oh man, what
1: my D line.
0: Your D line, Carolina?
1: Oh. <laughs> Minnesota. Daniel Hunter. He's not the the only one getting them, but they Get have uh, three and a half sacks per game, Minnesota does. And right up there is uh, actually Chicago and the Rams and Cleveland. So those are your kind of your top teams, but Minnesota right now is your NFL leader with three and a half sacks per game.
0: That actually surprises me.
1: I, I tell you guess that one. The quarterback hunter. I thought that would give it away.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking more like Cincinnati's got like three mm. great ones. You got TJ Watt in the front, front there that's been getting Washington, I think, should dominate this category if they, they ever should, put it together. But Chase Young,
1: <laughs> I mean, he did get another sack, right? Chase Young, I think he's up to two. That's the yeah, problem. Back to back. He hasn't really performed, but maybe he's turned it around. We'll see. All right. All buffet team. You ready for this? Yep. The so last week we had zero linebackers on the all buffet team. And I told the linebackers to step it up and they, they stepped it up. We have a lot of linebackers. Uh, looks like four of them on this list this week. Um, but the interesting part is there was only one defensive lineman and I mentioned this guy is some guy to keep an eye on because he had three quarterback hits in a game, even though he had zero sacks, the oldie, but goodie for Arizona uh, defensive lineman, J.J. Watt. Yeah. <laughs> one solo, four assists, one sack, one forced fumble, and one pass defense for the only defensive lineman to earn all the Fay honors this week. So congratulations, J.J. Watt. I think, uh, well, we'll talk about it, whether or not he's coming back. We'll see uh making a push he's not the only watt on this list at linebacker we have tj watt for pittsburgh six solos two two sacks one force fumble and three pass defenses he had a monster buffet so congratulations tj watt your guy cole holcomb for washington football team he had nine nine solos one assist one sack one force fumble one pass defense um This guy you might not have expected on here, but Leonard Floyd for the Rams. He had a one solo, one solo, pretty much every tackle he got was a sack. He had one solo, one assist for one and a half sacks, one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. So he did it the hard way. Uh, Eric Kendricks from Minnesota, that Minnesota defense looking strong. Three solos, two assists, one sack, one forced or one fumble recovery, excuse me, and one pass defense. So Eric Kendricks, so we got... T.J. Watt, Cole Holcomb, Leonard Floyd, and Eric Kendricks as the linebackers on the Alba team. Shout out to all of those guys. And finishing up with the DBs. Only two guys here. Deshaun Elliott, the safety for Baltimore. Both safeties, unfortunately. But Deshaun Elliott, the safety for Baltimore. He's been hurt. He's dealt with a lot of injuries and other issues. Um, he might be making a comeback. Keep an eye on him to, to make a strong push going forward. Especially, like I said, that Baltimore defense is getting better. Three solos, one sack, one int, and two pass defenses for Deshaun Elliott. And this guy, man, I think he's a regular on this list. Kari Willis, the safety for Indy. Five solos, four assists. So nine total tackles. One sack, one fumble recovery, and one pass defense. So congratulations to those guys and everybody on the Albafe team. All right, that's the Albafe team. So now what everyone's tuned in for. The waiver wire pearls of the week so before we get into this i have to ask you what your favorite style of pizza crust is
0: i'm gonna say buttery with buttery Parmesan cheese around it
1: well too bad because i'm giving you deep dish i'm going deep, deep dish, dish on the uh, waiver wire this week because <laughs> with all these people out you need to dig deep to find some players uh, to replace them and either continue your winning streak or turn your season around. Cause this is the, this is the week to do it. So why don't you start us off with uh, with your D lineman and we'll get this going. we got a lot.
0: All right. My favorite D line pickup, still only 43% rostered had a great game this week. I don't know how this quite works. Three, so two solo tackles, four assisted tackles three sacks but two tackles three sacks i'm wow. like so he must have had two half two sacks, half right? sacks yeah probably.
1: <laughs> with those assists
0: sacks crosby from vegas baby he's my number one if he's available go grab him
1: wow if he is available you better grab him because that that guy's probably not going to be available in most leagues well i'm gonna go with uh another guy that i think you had on here last week for the rams sebastian joseph Uh, He's the defensive tackle. He's about 50% rostered. So, you know, half the leagues is out there. He's got a good matchup against Detroit this week. And the Rams, you know, I think they're favored by a whole lot. So they they might be up big. And, you know, they're going to be triple teaming Aaron Donald. So I'm looking for Sebastian Joseph to have a big week as well. But he's out there.
0: I like that one. Okay. My second pickup of the week, Leonard William of the Giants little more rostered at 49%, but he had another sack, a sack and a half this week, so he's turning it on.
1: I had him on my list, too. Back-to-back games with a sack, and he faces Carolina this week, so look for that streak to continue. Who do you have next?
0: I got Trey Hendricks of Cincinnati. He had another big sack this week.
1: I have him, too. (laughs) So. (laughs) Trey Hendrickson has five and a half sacks on the year and four games this season with at least one sack. So uh, he's looking really good. And I think he's, he's taken over that top spot on that Cincinnati D line. Yeah, I agree. Well, hopefully this one's different. We want to give these guys an option here, give them the yeah.
0: salad, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Josh Allen, you've been pumping this guy for a while, 46% rostered. He's they have a, big game but he's still being really consistent out there
1: he's I think I was looking at their team because I was I was kind of big on that Caliphon Chase on thinking well if you can't get Josh Allen maybe you take Chase on but Chase on he was pretty much a no-show in that last game so I think you're stuck with Jared Allen or Josh Allen sorry Josh Allen <laughs> or or nobody on that D-line because everybody else I think is linebacker or safety's on that team so I don't have him so I'm going to give you Someone different here. Uh, How about in the Thursday night game, Jadavion Clowney for Cleveland, 29% rostered. He faces Denver, who gave up, as I mentioned, 17 quarterback hits, five sacks, and four turnovers last week. So uh, I'm looking for Jadavion Clowney to have a big game and only 29% rostered, so pick him up.
0: All right. My last one, I went really deep on this one. Going deep, like you said. I went with Jonathan greenland Ooh. houston oh not even a full percent but his last two games eight tackles one assist and three sacks their defense is on
1: <laughs> a lot <laughs> it's it's still houston but you know that uh is it greenard greenard yep. greenard he's yep. got a sack in three straight games i mean it's a tanking team but I think he's he's trying to earn earn a spot or earn a future contract. So it's kind of hard to see them getting sacks like that, but he's doing it. So I like that. But that is a good sleeper. I don't have him. I have Kenny Clark, the nose tackle for Green Bay. 26% rostered. He's a high floor guy, which is, this is why I like him because he's not going to get you the, the zero or the 20 points, right? He's going to get you maybe a floor of around eight to 10. So he's getting those tackles basically. Uh, and if he doesn't get a sack you still do all right so that's why i like kenny clark Yeah. do you have any more no but those are my favorite ones i have a super sleeper here and i mentioned this guy earlier in the alba fey team so i had to add him jj watt for arizona he's actually 42 percent rostered which is surprising considering how bad his year has been until the last couple of games.
0: We keep saying, cut him,
1: cut yeah. him. <laughs> now pick him back up, pick him back up because he's facing Houston. Uh, he's starting to look good. He's getting to the quarterback. I think he had two more quarterback hits. So that's five quarterback hits in the last two games. And he finally got his sack last week. So, and he, he made the Alba Fay team. So I think he's worth looking at. Um, if he tanks against Houston, then that might be that might be bad. But I think that's why I have him as a sleeper not sold until he until he looks good in this game but if you want to beat the rush pick him up and play him against houston and cross your fingers <laughs> that's it for my d-line you want to take us to the linebackers
0: i sure do my favorite pickup of the week is a guy out of tennessee ranked number five all of a sudden on a 39 rostered had a big game two sacks
1: harold landry that is a nice, nice, nice pickup. And he was definitely part of the matchup uh, along with this fellow linebacker who I have, David Long Jr., uh, Tennessee linebacker, 12% rostered. Both of those guys were uh, part of the matchups show for that big game. I think looking at the numbers, the reason why they made it over the, the Buffalo guys is because both Buffalo and Tennessee tend to hold the ball a lot. And I just figured Buffalo would do better and hold the ball more. Surprising Buffalo lost the game, but they did have a lot more plays. I don't know the exact numbers, but something like 20 more plays on offense than uh, Tennessee. So anyway, that uh, as long as, as long as Tennessee's playing a passing team, which I believe they place, they play Kansas city this week. David long looks like a really good linebacker to have in passing matchups. Um, He had nine solos and he faces another pass team KC. So, That's a lot of words, but I like David Long Jr.
0: (laughs) Nice. Well, you just have to shorten it up like we did with (laughs) JOK. There we go. (laughs) All right. My second favorite pickup is Mr. Hicks out of Arizona. Two sacks. The guy's, he was hurt last year, correct? And now he's producing, you know, how much? Can't believe people haven't
1: picked him up yet, including myself. Another guy that's facing a tanking Houston and he's got three sacks on the air. So I like him too. Um, I'm going to give you Cole Holcomb for Washington. He is 56% rostered. So a little more than half the leagues out there he's already taken, but he's a top 10 linebacker. Cole Holcomb is, and he's an all buffet guy. I think uh, you definitely want to get this Cole Holcomb on your team if possible.
0: And we've been pimping him for a while saying this guy is a stud. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> okay this guy i think you've had him a while on the list shaquille barrett of tampa bay 44 percent rostered the guys is consistently still getting a sack we're a half a sack in this case
1: <laughs> yeah as long as you get that half that's that's one thing that is kind of surprising with tampa bay they just i think maybe they're playing a more conservative defense because it seems like in the past they got a lot more sacks but not this year well, I didn't I uh I didn't put him on here, but I put Jordan Brooks for Seattle. He's second on the team in tackles behind Wagner, and he faces the running team, New Orleans Saints. So Jordan Brooks 46, 48% rostered for Seattle. All right.
0: This guy, I know you'll like this one. He's one of your favorite players. You, you always talk him up. Had a huge linebacker with two picks. What more could you ask for? I'm not sure. If how long you can keep it up but kaiser white for the chargers
1: yeah he's he's one of those guys that uh you know he's not he's not popular but he's making plays seems like he has to keep earning it every week all right i have another one for you i'm gonna go with the one of the oldies but goodies matt judon for new england he's 52 percent rostered so a little above half i'm doing doing a little above 50 percent this week just to get some of these guys that they're available in so many leagues. You gotta, you gotta see if they're out there. But he's got a great matchup against the Jets, 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 Jets this week. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I mean, they give up a lot of sacks. Uh, Judon has six and a half sacks on the year. So if he's out there, really good linebacker to get. I will second, double, triple. That guy is just
0: my last um, linebacker. I don't even know from Indianapolis, Bobby. Okagoria. Okariki. Yeah. Nine tackles, five assists. I thought Bobby Wagner was getting them all, but this guy's finding a way.
1: He's he's probably getting more tackles now than Darius Leonard, but Darius Leonard's doing doing all the Bobby Wagner.
0: (laughs) You're so nice about not correcting me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Darius Leonard. Well, I'm gonna. Is that your last one? I've got three left, so I can just run these off really quick. I've got Hassan Reddick for Carolina, 52% guy. He's another uh-huh. guy with a good matchup against the just beat up and banged up New York Giants. I think they've lost so many receivers, their best running back, their quarterbacks. He did play even though he was concussed and couldn't even walk. But I like, uh, I like him in the matchup. I think Carolina's defense gets a rebound week this week. Uh, Foyasada Luakan. this guy is 58% rostered, linebacker for Atlanta. He's a talented linebacker and he faces Miami this week. So I think he'll have a good game. And finally, Leonard Floyd for the Rams, 21% rostered. He's a boomer bust guy, but four and a half sacks this year. He's an all buffet team member and he's got Detroit this week. So that's it for my linebackers. All right. Going into DBs. I,
0: I, I put this guy number one, just because he's young and I really want to see him succeed that, Giants Xavier McKinney two picks this week catch him early maybe you know
1: (sighs) it's so confusing that that, that New York Giants secondary with safeties you know all these there's a couple of teams like this where they have three safeties I think Washington's another team like this and it's just you know what only two of them can really be on the field at a time unless they get creative on defense so that's the tricky part and I think uh McKinney is definitely moving up and Probably pushing Peppers out, but Peppers, he had a pretty big game last week too. So you never know with that team. All right. I'm going to give you uh, an all buffet guy. I'm surprised. This guy was only 33% rostered uh, the safety for Indianapolis, Kari Willis. He's had a couple of down weeks, wow. which probably explains his his 33% number, but he's back to all buffet form and he does everything for that team. So look out for him and he's got a good matchup. I think uh, San Francisco, tends to get the defensive safeties involved with either uh, Kittle or the running game. So Kari Willis, Indianapolis.
0: All right. That's I like that one. I'm going to go with a new England guy. Kyle. Is it Duggar? Yep. Eight tackles in a pick. The eight Ooh. tackles excite me.
1: <laughs> You're easily excitable. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's what you want from. You want the tackles. You want the consistency.
1: Yep, and I think that's what you're going to have to look at. I mean, you go too many boomer busts, and you're going to get probably too many busts. But yeah, looking at Duggar, uh, 6, 5, and 8 are his solos over the last three, plus that pick you mentioned. So I really like him too, but he's further down my list. I'm going to go to a 3% guy. So really oh, wow. widely available. Safety for Baltimore, Deshaun Elliott. He's been injured a lot of the year, dealing with the quad injury. I think uh, he was an Al buffet, uh, buffet person this week. And he has Cincinnati this week. So Deshaun Elliott, Safety Baltimore.
0: Nice. I will blue chip, Deshaun Elliott, of Baltimore. The guy had a great a sack and a pick, like you said. What more could you ask for?
1: Blue chip. <laughs> blue chip.
0: All, All right. right. My number three guy, Tyler Rapp of the, I mean, how long, how many times have I mentioned this guy?
1: <laughs> Every week. On how is he not? How is he not above 50% rostered? That's incredible.
0: Yeah, 44 percent The thing I find funny is he only had
1: one tackle, four assists,
0: two INTs
1: on someone's bench this week. And I think that person's on the other side of this podcast from me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's one of the top in the league. Yeah. So that's number three for me. All right. Well, I'm going to add to him by saying that he's only had one bad game this year. Really consistent guy. Unfortunately for you, that bad game was, uh, you know, two weeks ago, but he followed that game up with a two-pick game. So anybody that can follow up their bad games with a two-pick game is a stud, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to go with a guy that's on my team, since you went with a guy that's on your team. I'm going (laughs) uh, Byron Murphy. He's been dealing with a rib injury. Uh, He finally... Uh, Came back and played. Looked looked pretty good. He's healthier now. He's got a good matchup versus Houston. I'm looking for that Houston matchup this week. He's 17% rostered. Cornerback for Arizona, Byron Murphy.
0: Mm, Nice one. I'm going to go to your favorite. You're the one. Kendall Fuller out of Washington. Seven tackles this week. And a pick. The guy's getting it done and only 23% rostered that's not bad
1: he is a corner so a lot of people don't see those because corner blindness is a serious issue in this this (laughs) pandemic so uh yeah like like you said he he leads the team in interceptions and pass defenses he's second on the team in solos as a corner so I really like him too but my next pick is Bryce Hall the cornerback for the Jets 2% 2% guy. He's coming off a buy after two big games and he faces the rookie quarterback at New England. So Bryce Hall, the Jets. All right. I like it. That's all I have on mine. All right. Well, I'm going to finish up strong then. I'm going with a strong safety here. Von Bell, Cincinnati. Maybe he's a free safety. I don't know. Uh, 55% rostered. So not widely available, but enough available. He's, uh, he's more of a coverage safety for Cincinnati. Uh, he should be on the tight end, Mark Andrews. I expect Baltimore to pass a lot because I don't think he can run too well against Cincy or maybe passing's easier. So we'll see. I think Mark Andrews will draw a lot of targets and whoever's covering him looks good. So Von Bell, Cincinnati. And then I've got, you had those guys. You had Taylor Rabb, Kyle Duggar, Kendall Fuller. I'm going to give you a sleeper. That's all I have left is one big sleeper. He's a corner for Cincinnati. Shadobe Awuzie. He's 1% rostered, so he's available in almost every league. Uh, Super sleeper, though. Five solos in each of his last two games. And he's got a good matchup this week, so if nothing else, he's the corner that's getting picked on. The five tackles. You gotta like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, consistency. You might not get that out of every player. All right, should we go to the other side of the ball? Let's do it.
0: All right, going into the QBs. I don't know why I keep putting this guy on the list. I mean, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to win you any games. I just really don't feel like he's going to lose you any games, but Mac Jones of new, new England.
1: Okay. Yeah. He said last time you put him on the list, he had a good game. So I can't, uh, I can't say that's a bad thing. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, let's see if I no rookies for me this, this week. I'm gonna go with a guy that's probably not too widely available, but you know it's quarterbacks, so you take what's out there. Jameis Winston, oh, Brady. For, yeah, <laughs> you can get him, <laughs> Jameis Winston for uh, New Orleans. He's 62% rostered, so slightly above that 60% mark, but he's got a decent matchup for a quarterback that you can actually pick up in mini leagues. So, Jameis Winston.
0: I also have Winston on my list just because he's. Sixty percent, but I also like Winston. All
1: right. Well, I'm going to give so. you a guy that's uh, that's really widely available, and he may not even start. So this is a this is a tricky <laughs> one, but he might start. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo for San Francisco, seventeen percent rostered, so he's widely available. If he starts, he'd be a decent matchup for uh, for a quarterback that that's easy to pick up if you're desperate.
0: I like that one a lot. I was actually going to add him, but I added this guy out of Miami, Tua.
1: Oh, I for like 300
0: that. yards. I mean, it's still 300 yards. Does it really matter if you're down a little bit and you're, <laughs> you just need to pass and get all that garbage trash yardage time in when you're so far behind? I, Tua, I like Tua.
1: I think you like all those year, quarterbacks yeah. that get garbage time, guys, because that's how I you do. win, right? It's like you guys going into the fourth quarter your quarterback's sitting at eight points. And then all of a sudden he ends at 31 points. Like, well, well if he's one quarter, <laughs> if he's, if the shoe fits and he's still a top five quarterback, does it really
0: matter at the end of the day? He's still in the top five.
1: <laughs> you don't know, like, you always say it's all four quarters. You don't play yeah. three quarters. The game is four quarters long for a reason. All right. I'm going to give you another guy. That's he's definitely not widely available, but he might be out there in some, some leagues because he came off a bye. uh, and if you're streaming, maybe he got cut. And so he's available, but Matt Ryan for Atlanta, 79% rostered. So he might be out there, but probably not, but he's got a good matchup this week. So I think he's definitely worth it. And looking at his numbers, his last last, last two or three games have looked really good. So I think he's, he's back to a top-notch quarterback now, Matt Ryan. And that's it for my quarterbacks.
0: All right. Going into running backs, the guys, slim pickings we got to be honest right if a guy has a good week i've dropped him and he blew up so but it's slim pickings i got stevens out of new england is my number one pickup i'm going thinking he's starting to get more time playing time in there
1: okay i like that i think he's he's definitely at least getting half the carries right or close to half so uh and the other guy's banged up is it harris damien harris yeah yep Well, I'm going to go to another guy coming off a bye week that's a rookie. Uh, You may know this guy, Trey Sermon for San Francisco. He's 65%, so maybe that doesn't meet your criteria, but he's got a high roster ship, but a great matchup this week if he gets the carries. And San Francisco's turning into that team where maybe he doesn't even see a carry. Maybe he gets 20, 25 carries. So uh, that one's a close one to watch, but I'd probably – Be worried about starting him, but I wouldn't be worried about picking him up.
0: Okay. I'm gonna go really deep this time. Rashad Penny for Seattle. Collins looked good, of course, because someone cut him. It looked really good, but he didn't play, so I think he has a nagging injury. Didn't finish the game. So Penny coming right back was a high draft pick not too long ago. So he could have a good game and be the running back the rest of the year. Watch out.
1: I do like that. I did see the news that uh, Penny was coming back off of uh, the short-term IR or whatever. So I think that is a sneaky one to watch for. I'm going to go with another guy that it's a spark guy. Kind of like when, uh, who was that Atlanta running back that came onto the scene and now all of a sudden uh, he's just like the man in Atlanta,
0: Cordell, Cordell, yeah,
1: Cordell Patterson. So uh-huh. this is, this is kind of, all along those lines, may work, may not. But Kenyon Drake for Las Vegas, uh, he is fifty-five percent rostered, but he provided a spark for Las Vegas when they needed it. He could see more passing down situations going forward. I don't see him as an every down back because he's kind of small, but he's shown that he could do it. Are they play in like uh, Arizona before Kenyon Drake. Yeah, so I think he's worth worth a gamble. Yeah, great. That's a great one there. And
0: I'm shocked he's not up in the 70% because he's actually not played that bad all year. He's been okay.
1: Yeah, and he's, he, he looked amazing when he, got, when he got a chance to play.
0: Yeah, well, my last guy, Cleveland, seems like they're having running back issues like everyone else. The Ernest Johnson, with that last name, how can you not have a great game this week? That's Denver, one. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, Denver hasn't, they've been pretty good against the run, but I hope he runs hard and has a big game.
1: Well, they don't have Nick Chubb. They don't have Kareem Hunt. So they basically have Dearness Johnson and Dimitri Felton. And Dearness Johnson probably looks like the guy that'll get the bulk of the carries because Felton is probably a little smaller and more of a, a passing guy, but we'll see. But I do like that as a sneaky one. Cause we already know the other two guys are out for this week. I'm going to go with, uh, not one that I feel good about, but one that we're seeing get a lot of carries for Houston, Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah. Houston's just trying to get to the end of the season. And the way to do that is more runs, which equals faster games. So expect Mark Ingram to get carries, even if they're down 30 points. Yeah. How do you run the ball
0: when you're trying to catch up to win the game?
1: They're not trying to win. That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're, they play to run the clock. Is their yeah. motto so <laughs> all right you have any other running backs after that one that's it running backs are tough this week
0: all right wide receivers all of these guys my number one pickup is just check your waiver wire to see who's available and i kind of just did a quick check you got michael thomas coming back you got gallup or dallas coming back henry ruggs is available and if you even though they're highly owned. These guys are still available. I don't know how people are missing. So it's it's just more of a just double check your free agents because you never know who's available.
1: Oh yeah, especially these guys coming back too. You want to start us off with one, or you just? Uh... Yep, I'm going to give you a Bateman, the guy you've been talking oh, about. Yeah. For Baltimore. I'm starting him this week because of uh, running out of receivers. So he's a he's a good one. All right, I'm going to go with Marquez Callaway. Speaking of. You should check your waiver wire to see if yep. some of these guys are out there. he's on
0: that category.
1: <laughs> he's been playing good. He's coming off a bye week. I think they are they have the time to kind of get timing down and more familiarity between uh, Winston and Callaway. So I think he's healthy now. But look out for him. I think he's on a great team for that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then the, my last one, being I burned a spot for check your roster, was Amani St. Brown. He had a little off game, but he's consistently getting targets. And they seem to be wanting to win. Even though they're (laughs) losing, they want to win. (laughs) So they're throwing the ball.
1: They're my other tank team. I don't know if they're official yet, but I think they are tanking. They're just not officially tanking. I went with a different Detroit guy. Philadelphia, I don't know yet. I think they seem like they're trying. But I don't know. It's it's tough. I think we'll know in a couple weeks who's tanking by the time the the trade deadline hits what is it november 5th some some early november time i think we'll okay. have a better idea but i'm gonna go with the Khalif raymond for detroit uh he he had seven targets last week he caught six of those and detroit's gonna have to pass more if they want to win i think the uh goff is it their quarterback jared goff he got called yeah. out by the coach that said he needs to pass better so look for them to start getting these receivers involved i, I kind of see them basically always reverting back to throwing to the tight end and running backs uh, just because that's all they can do. But I think they're going to try to get the receivers involved. So both of those are good picks. I also have Donovan Peoples-Jones or Donovan the Peoples-Jones for Cleveland.
0: Uh, yeah, he was last one. Yep. I oh, agree. you have another one? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh. that's I was going to put him on. I just didn't like his matchup with Denver this weekend. A new quarterback starting.
1: Denver does have a pretty good pass defense, but Peoples Jones is 5% rostered, so he's out there. He's getting, uh, he's making the most of his opportunities, so he might not be getting a lot of the numbers, but he was five catches on six targets for 70 yards, followed by four catches on five targets for 101 yards and two touchdowns over the last two weeks. So his numbers might not be going up, but he looks good when they throw it to him. Doesn't drop many, and he showed that he can get you 100 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think Julio Jones can get you that. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of Julio Jones, I got another deep sleeper for you. Nick Westbrook Akinney of Tennessee. He's 1% rostered. Uh, Julio Jones is just struggling. I don't know if it's the hamstring or just he hasn't really had time on that team to actually build up timing with the quarterback or he just doesn't have the most accurate quarterback. Whatever it is, I think Julio Jones' best play in that game on Monday night was uh, one that hit off of, I think it was Micah Hyde's helmet and bounced up in the air about 10 yards downfield and he he caught it got both toes in in bounds. but I mean if that's your best play you're you're not looking too good but this uh Julio Jones didn't finish the game he had that hamstring issue again so they took him out Nick Westbrook came in and just looked I guess he looked like he should fresh and healthy so I think he's the guy that's going to get a lot of targets especially late in these games and then my super sleeper, you already mentioned, Rashad Bateman of Baltimore, 44% rostered. He got six <laughs> targets in his first game of the year, and he's got a good matchup this week. So I think Baltimore's going to have to pass.
0: All right, going into tight ends. I like Ricky Sills Jones. He's playing great since Logan Thomas has been out, 35% rostered.
1: I want to add to that 15 targets and a touchdown over the last two games. So it's two games, but still 15 targets and two games and a touchdown. I like that. I'm going to start off with a guy that's maybe available. uh, Maybe not, probably not, but it's worth checking Zach Ertz. Uh, He got traded to Arizona. He went from basically a horrible situation to a really, really good situation uh, to go to Arizona So if he's out there, I think he's worth it. It's a huge uplift to go to Arizona and he's rewarded with a Houston matchup this week. So Zach Ertz, I expect him to be involved in that offense. Great,
0: great call on that one. This one, I don't know where he came out of shows 4% rostered must be rostered by all family members. OJ Howard of Tampa (laughs) Bay. He is back. Watch out Gronk. You're done. See you later. I don't know if it's quite that exciting, but O.J. Howard.
1: Wow, throwing shade on the Gronk. <laughs> you can never keep the Gronk down. <laughs> I don't know how long it takes to come back from his broken ribs or cracked ribs or whatever he's got, but that's one thing about O.J. I have him, too, because he's. I, once you said 4%, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got the same guy. <laughs> but you got to watch for Gronk, right? How long he's going to be out, if he's going to suit up. If they if mark him active, then I really do like Howard because Howard looks like basically – the, the only other good tight end on the team. And the key with that is Brady needs his tight ends. I think he learned that when Gronk first went out, he didn't look very good. Uh, now he's found a tight end that he can throw it to again with Howard, who's been there all along. I think he's kind of going back to his safe, his safe zone. Do you have any more? I've got one more.
0: Um, I will throw one more out there. Mo Alleycock out of, uh, is it Indianapolis? yep yep uh, carson Wentz had a great game <laughs> so he's the one i like out of indy i'm
1: surprised I didn't. you didn't put carson wince on the uh the waiver wire but yeah they oh, have hi, a high high <laughs> owned they also have jack doyle on their team who only had one target last week and mo mo alley cox had three targets so Plus, he got one of those for a touchdown, his only one that he caught. So that's interesting. It doesn't seem like they're they're really going to their tight ends too much, but they're splitting the love there. So it's a little dangerous there, but it's not bad. I'm going to give you a bye week guy that's worth picking up if you can stash him. Pat Fryermuth of Pittsburgh. Ooh, Eight, nice call. 18% rostered. Um, seven targets, seven catches last week. You know, I like those guys that don't drop anything. He's up and coming. So look for him to just keep getting better. On a bye this week, so you can't play him, but worth a stash. Now we go to the kicking game. My favorite.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, I was checking um, rostered, right? I came mm-hmm. across the quarterback. That just blew me away. 25% rostered. Hasn't taken a snap. Nothing. Not even going to probably play if he stays on the team unless he gets traded. Deshaun Watson.
1: Can you believe he's 25% rostered? I think people are just kind of waiting or expect him to get traded because as soon as he gets traded and starts playing, I, the thing is, how long will it take him to learn the playbook? But as yeah. soon as he gets traded, everybody's going to pick him up because he's a, he's an amazing quarterback when he's playing. I mean, he's got the, the issue where maybe he doesn't play because illegal, but right now he doesn't have the legal problem. It's all pending stuff
0: yeah i was gonna ask um, you
1: who's the best backup quarterback out there but i think you just answered that (laughs) (laughs) i was looking at maybe like san francisco because i I think um the rookie's gonna take over there so i don't know if you call jimmy g the backup or not but trey lance i think is injured this week is why i was kind of leaning to jimmy g to have a game but a lot of these teams i mean i i question this because of seattle right they lost russell wilson and geno smith is doing okay i think uh he played pretty valiantly in that last game. If it weren't for him fumbling it on that last drive, they did have a chance of winning it even with them. So I don't think they're too big of a hurry to look for someone else, but just looking at it across the teams, there's not too many good backup quarterbacks out there that could be, you know, a starting candidate if they got traded.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. All right, kicker probably on a pretty sure on a bye this week, but Chris Boswell he is a top 10 kicker, and he's not even rostered in very many
1: leagues out there. You're throwing some bye week guys, huh? Uh, <laughs> just, the one, just the one, just
0: All the one, just the one.
1: Well, I'm not going to throw you a bye week guy. I'm going to go with the guy that seems like he's on this list every week, uh, Nick Folk for New England. He faces the Jets, who <laughs> hold teams to field goals quite a bit. So it seems like if you play the Jets, you're kicking a lot of field goals. So I like Nick Folk at 46% rostered.
0: I also had him on my uh, list, but I always have him number one. So I bumped him down to two, but my last kickers, Dustin Hopkins of Washington.
1: I like that. You know, uh, I think I picked him up because his name was D Hopkins. And I thought, "How is D <laughs> Hopkins out on the waiver wire? So I picked him up and started him. Then I realized he was a kicker, but he still got me like 20 points, I think in our league. So. He, uh, he looked pretty good, but honestly, I had to do that because uh, Young Wei Koo of Atlanta was on a bye, and I needed that. So if you're looking for a bye week guy, Dustin Hopkins was pretty good for me. But I'm going to add Young Wei Koo of Atlanta because now he's <laughs> off his bye. He has not missed a single kick all year, counting both field goals and extra points. He hasn't got a lot of opportunity, but he doesn't miss, so I like him.
0: I like it. Well, I'm out of kickers. I can't find any more to put on my list. I
1: think those were decent ones. So those are my three, folk, Hopkins, and Koo. All right. Do you have much more to add? Or? I don't. I think uh, just a, a teaser for our next show. We're going to do our, our matchup show. We'll do our pick six. Um, a lot of crazy stuff. One thing to note on kickers, though, there was some news I heard on kickers. I think Lambo for Jacksonville was released. And it seems like New Orleans was bringing back Will Lutz. So that's someone, someone to keep an eye on uh, if you need kickers. I didn't put them on my list because I didn't really know that information when I wrote that up. So that's stuff to watch.
0: All right. Well, I got a teaser. KC has the best linebacker matchup against Derrick Henry this week, right? Yep. Are we going to find a linebacker
1: we love this week? (sighs) I'm kind of wondering. I think it's going to be the safeties (laughs) in Kansas City because does Kansas City really have a, I mean, they have Bolton, Nick Bolton, I think the linebacker they got Anthony is it Hitchens, so they've got a couple, but it seems like it's probably going to have to be the safeties. And if Kansas City just can't stop the run, I think, uh, if anything, I just like Derrick Henry to get a 200-yard game and a bunch of touchdowns again. The only change to that is Kansas City putting all 11 guys or maybe even playing the, the 4-4-4 defense and putting 12 guys on the field and putting them all on the line of scrimmage to stop Derrick Henry. That's a possibility. So you gotta make China Hill beat <laughs> yeah,
0: I just wanted to throw that out there because I was like, ooh, matchups of the week. Oh, who are we gonna bring up for Casey?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of good catch uh, matchups. So I'm gonna start writing them as soon as we finish the show. But if you do like what you hear and you want to hear more, uh, please share us with your friends, your enemies, your neighbors, your aunties, your nanas, <laughs> uh, anybody else that's interested in fantasy football. Um, and if you'd like to send us some feedback, uh, we'll probably take a look. The email is idpbuffet at gmail.com. That's b u f f e t at gmail.com. All right. That's all I have later. All right. Peace out.